0: Welcome to Brown Tabletop. I am D.C. Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engage. I am a Wall Street alum, a LinkedIn top voice, and I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita.
1: Hey there, D. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a LinkedIn top voice, a business leader, a mom, and now an author. My book, Reimagine Inclusion, Debunking 13 Myths to Transform Your Workplace, is available on Amazon to pre-order right now. All right. And so if you have
0: been following Brown Table Talk, you all know that Mita and I, we started this really as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face um, at work. And it's from my perspective as a Black woman and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. And at this table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out. And we like to share tips, tips that you can use, uh, not on how to survive, but how do you thrive in organizations wherever you are? All right, so let's get into it. Mita, what are we talking about
1: today? Oh, Dee, I have a juicy topic. I wanted to call you, but I waited, waited for this episode. Here's what we're going to talk about. What does, quote, front office appearance, unquote, even mean. Front office appearance. So I want to set the story up, Dee. So Dee and I, we're part of the LinkedIn Podcast Network. Shout out to LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn. We're both top voices on LinkedIn. I spend a lot of my time on LinkedIn as well as I know Dee does. And so I posted something a while ago on executive presence. And we've talked about this before. Executive presence, gravitas, what does it mean? And so I posted about how I've been chasing it all my life. I feel I have executive presence. I know I have executive presence as an executive, but it's always in doubt. I think for many women of color, it's always in doubt. And so someone on my post, D, a woman of color, posts the following comment. She says, years ago, I interviewed for a job and the feedback the recruiter gave her was the client said they were looking for someone who had more of a front office appearance. And I was floored. I screenshotted this comment. I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't know this woman. I wrote to her, I messaged her back publicly and I said, thanks for sharing so vulnerably. I had never heard of this term, but I did not want to go back and forth and put her in a position online to sort of explain to me and everyone, because that's just not fair. I didn't want to cause any harm unintentionally, but I was, we have got to talk about this. Front office appearance, that's a thing? People use that language? front office appearance what is that D what it's like an SAT word I don't even want to unpack it it's I it's so offensive that I can't even let my brain try to process what it means but this let me tell you let's let's do the story again woman of color who's interviewing for a job the recruiter tells her the client says she's interviewed for the job they are looking for someone with more of a front office appearance uh, this
0: just it, it's uh, it's so unfortunate, but this is all of the all of the stuff that we've been talking about and piecing together uh, gravitas, executive presence, vague language that is code for in-group and professional standards that are to address the out-group. That's what that's what that's how I can make sense of this without. No, because a lot of the terms are are always vague. It's front office. I mean, we need more feedback. What do you mean by front office? Um, Right. Executive presence. Well, you know, gravitas. What does that look like? Like, how can you uh, measure, measure
1: that? What specifically? Right. So um, would she let me tell you? So, yeah. My definition right now of executive presence is my job is to create more leaders. That's it. That's the job of a leader. That is executive yep. presence. I have executive presence. I have a track record of creating more leaders. That's it. It's not about how I wear my hair, what jewelry I wear, where I'm wearing a hoodie or not, how tall I am, how short I am. Do I have enough makeup? Do I look tired? You know, all the labels that people put upon us. Can I command a room? Would people would people follow me into the trenches? That was a former boss who once said to me. Yep. Would people yep. follow you into the trenches? I'm like, what are we in battle? Yeah, yeah. are selling beauty products. We're not in battle.
0: <laughs> 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 Ooh,
1: but listen, I want to go back to something you said. Allies, listen in. OD, you just dropped a gem. In-group? Out-group? Professional standards? Yep. Say that again. Yeah. That,
0: that's what we're talk- talking about here. Um, You just said... Your job as a leader is to create more leaders, right? And here's what I think we need to tease out. Yes. You're talking about what you do and the impact that you have. But that comment and front office uh, appearance or front front office look and feel is about how you look. Okay? We're talking about the difference between what you do, how you deliver, and your impact versus how you but versus appearance. Let's say appearance. Okay. So already, what are we talking about here? Appearance. Okay. This is a podcast for women of color and our and our awesome allies, advocates, and even champions who may not identify as a woman of color. But do you now hear what we're talking about? Front office appearance and what Mita, Mita, what you're saying about your role is to create more leaders, is to do good. Um, inside the company so you can deliver uh, for the company. That's what you do. But this is now, it comes back to how you look at an in-group and an out-group. And so the in-group understands and has created and authored language, gravitas, and executive presence um, and front office that's code for in-group, right? Right. Professional standards. Others are code um, for outgroup. In fact, um, I don't think I could share, but I'm doing a a working on a yummy uh, opportunity with LinkedIn. And so stay tuned on LinkedIn and you all will see. But it has to do with the outgroup and appearance. We've talked about it on the show. So yeah, so for allies, uh, Mita, I'll I'll come back to your question. In-group and out-group is in-group is majority. So whatever the majority is in any given um, organization or company. So if it's a majority women, that would be the in-group there. If it's a majority men, uh, or I should say a majority women is the in-group, majority women of color would be the in-group. But typically it's majority uh, men and white men—that would be the in-group, and so, whoever we, is, yeah, yeah. and then whoever me. is is the um, is smaller in terms of number and size and presence would be the out-group. the the, the, the That's the out-group. So, um, anyway, I know I said a lot, Mita. What I hope I answered the question, but yeah.
1: Well, I, don't, I just have more questions. I don't think there's answers to this. It's just, I mean, I'm still baffled by front office appearance. You, you think you've heard it all. I think I've heard it all until I saw that comment. It was like yet another term. So if we know, based on statistics, many of our corporate workplaces and spaces are currently still led by white men. Can we then draw the conclusion that white men have been responsible for helping to set these professional standards because they have been part of the in-group. And so the question to allies to you is what responsibility do you have and how can you help dismantle, tear down, break down some of these standards that have been set? Because again, front office appearance is defined by who? Who defines that? Who defines it? Yep. Who sets that standard? And it is through my lens and my definition because I think front office appearance First of all, front office appearance, I don't even know what that means. But I want somebody who is engaged, making impact, driving results, able to lead a team through the ups and downs. Like, I don't even understand what front office appearance, client facing. I just don't get the front office part. That, like, it's It's, so offensive. I just am like... I can't even wrap my brain around it. Like I've, I like literally was floored when I read this comment. Yeah, and it's called for. I, uh, I did call you,
0: <laughs> but it's code for the face of the brand or the first impression. It's the front office. It's the look. We want the pr- the the look to be of a certain elk, if you if you will, um, or a certain sort of. Um, yeah, I, I would say. Uh, look feel representation that looks like that looks like us it's the face of it's the first impression it is it is the uh, an opposite of back office who's in the back office it's workers and the people that are doing the work in the back so if I don't show up uh you know if it's let, let's go back to this uh, uh, you know the allies if you know in a lot of workplaces if it's a white cisgender male and that's a majority um you know uh, um, of, of the workforce and and maybe I come in, uh, so, you know, I may not be at the front, uh, unless until the diversity tipping point, I'm in the back, I'm doing the work. In fact, this goes back to, um, hidden figures. Remember, I don't know if you all watched the movie, but hidden figures, A black woman did the work and she worked in the back. She worked in the back and then the others presented and the leader eventually knew her genius. And he changed the standard and the code. The front office were able to, all the men were able to use the front bathroom in the front office. And she had to use the bathroom in the back office that was only for her, that was, you know, across the street and down the road. And to your point, Mita, he changed the guidelines. So you have I white mean- cisgender <laughs> male in a fully white male space. And he just said, this is ridiculous. We are not going to have, in so many words, this front office where there can only be men there's only a men's restroom so um i hope i hope you all can catch that um as part of the framing here mm-hmm. front office yeah. and back office
1: yeah yeah i was recently educated on the back office which functions like human resources finance legal it back office as companies think about right like even from a of what you do and the value you bring to the company, oh, that's back office. Isn't that interesting? I've recently, not too long ago, learned that term. And then I saw front office and my mind was blown. But I want to bring in allies here because here's the thing about this situation. What was, that, what was the responsibility of that recruiter, DC Marshall? That recruiter passed the message along. Here oh is was the responsibility God. of the recruiter to the client to say, mm-hmm. first of all, educating and interrupting and saying, can you I love to. We do this a lot in our jobs. D open-ended questions. Can you tell me more what you mean by front office appearance? Can you tell me how that connects to Nita's resume and the job description and the experience and the interview? And as we say D on this podcast, facts versus feelings. What are the facts, right? Tell us the facts. So what's how disappointing. That this recruiter, because recruiters are like in the front lines, right? They can make such impact. How could this recruiter, and I'm going to assume it was an executive search firm, right? So that recruiter that was hired, working for the client, huge, they could have huge responsibility there. The fact that they even passed that message back to this woman of color candidate to say that, like verbatim, this is the feedback. Verbatim. No
0: way. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so there's so that. Just, yeah. But, you just dropped the the uh, dropped the bomb on hr how you can do better in executive search firms I, I think this is call for a meeting and a training and a review just how we are being responsible and even increasing liability to some extent i think um and and missing i think a missed opportunity like you said Mita, to coach our clients or or your clients like, yeah, like let's unpack this. What
1: you mean the, by that? The recruiter can't say, I just passed the message along. Uh-uh. This isn't like telephone game tag and my friend telephone game that my friend my kids play, and I played with friends growing up. No, no, you can't just pass the message. It is an inappropriate message to pass along. It is feedback that you would say is canceled, not appropriate. And so you you have a responsibility. It's your client. Yeah. It's your client. But I will say for allies listening, it's a reminder where you are, we are all in conversations every day in our workplaces. And in those small moments and big moments, our interventions matter a lot. And so we are never saying to, it's hard because there's politics, there's privilege, there's power, there's all those dynamics in our workplaces. But for me to just ask the question, can you tell me more about what you mean about front office appearance? Can you tell me more about what you mean about gravitas, right? Because the question can be, I can say, can you tell me more about what you mean about front office appearance? Well, I don't think D had the gravitas. Okay, tell me more about what you mean by gravitas. Ah, she's lacking executive presence. Tell me more. What in her background or experience or the conversations you had with her led you to believe that? Because then I'm getting the leader to self-reflect. They're going to keep going down. I'm going to keep asking the questions, yeah. Right. Until yes. so they're yes. finally like, where are the facts versus the feelings? Because my feeling yes. is I have that, as you said, these professional standards, because I'm part of yep. in group. And these are the standards that I feel comfortable with. And I think everybody should aspire to. And now yeah. we're saying new rules, new day, new workplace, canceled. we had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability. to... If you want to hear more of Zach Bury's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what's you know what's interesting about this is when they say the loud,
1: the quiet part out loud. Yeah. And again, if you can't defend it with facts, if you can't defend it with facts and move away from the feelings, then there's no business. And first of all, there's you. Those those terms should be canceled. Like front office appearance should be canceled. We're talking about this because we know it's still being used and it was just posted. Someone actually just went through this and it was part of my post and a comment that was there. But oof, this is heavy. Yeah. I'm browed up. I'm going to add, I'm going to have to
0: add this to the professional standards that are canceled. There's a long list. Like the just the language in the code, um, code language has to be, has to come out of, Any sort of feedback, descriptors, like that frame has to be rewritten. Um, All of the code language. Um, Yeah, I'm just thinking about I'm thinking about all of the all of the terms, some that are extremely hurtful, harmful to people's careers and like the feedback that, you know, and then some that is just frames that we now need to get a hold of the the frames building from quiet quitting you know like all of the things that you know it's almost like we have to we have to always be processing okay what is the new scratch that no 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 because nope. people pick it up and run with it they'll run we we'll do it. like you say it office. becomes a marketing campaign yeah yeah it does they're like oh that's the thing We we're always using buzzwords we're always like trying to you know, scoop up whatever is new and hot and fresh without really peeling back the, the you know, how this might make sense, who is this serving, how is it helpful, or how it, is it hurtful?
1: And like I so. said before, who has the power of the pen? Who's the one writing the narrative and pushing the narrative, right? Yeah. And, and just watching that. So before we head into tips, I wanted to just unpack two things for our listeners, just so we're clear. Like, The idea of there being a front office versus a back office, that is canceled. Like, think about our workplaces today. The fact that some functions are more important than the others, like that doesn't even make sense to me, right? So there's that piece of people feeling like they're less than because they work in a function that's considered less important. Right. If like I would argue, I talk to my husband about this all the time. I'm like, one of the most important functions, I believe, is human resources, right? Like in any company, it's like there's not like the people in the company. The people are the company. And like your people are your greatest. They're the ones running the company. Like any time wow. like a founder started a company, I'm like, you better find a cheap people officer. That's like the most important thing. So even thinking about like, oh, that's like less than. So that's back office. So there's that piece. And then I think the second thing D and I are teasing out is the appearance label. So there's front office, back office. And then we're saying there's another layer where people are saying there's front office appearance.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's um, it's canceling the, not just the labels, but labels in hierarchy, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like front and back office. I know what it was because remember during COVID, there was, wasn't it like necessary responders versus first responders? Remember there was that language and framing, of who your company was hierarchy. Yep. Right. And so I think the, and and the reason I I say that because I think what we're doing on the show and the with the feedback that we're getting, we're helping a lot of people while we're just talking and amplifying stories and experiences. We know that there's value based on uh the work that I do at Diverse and Engage and based on you as a C-suite executive. Um, but I think it's also helpful when we give frames. And specific, but we approach it at the thirty thousand foot view and also at the ground level. So for allies, just looking at the frame, whenever there's labels and language that are hierarchical in structure of this here and there is separation and division yep. of in groups and out groups. Is I think that's the piece that uh, can help uh, even when. The language is new or anything is creeping up. It's just looking at, yes. okay, let's look at this. Let's look at the frame. Is this a hierarchical structure or separation? Or, you know, in our training, we call it exclusive versus inclusive. It's, it's, yeah,
1: exclusive, absolutely. Exclusive, exclusive you know, we um, just, yeah, absolutely. You just reminded me one of the things I talk about in my new book, Reimagine Inclusion, is leaders using language they don't understand. Don't hold on to these labels just because, like you were saying, just because it's the hot new trend in the market or you heard front office, don't start using that, like interrogate it just because it's always been used. Just because you grew up in an environment where people judged you on executive presence doesn't mean that is the right term to hold on to. Language is evolving and changing. Interrogate it. That's our job to do better and be better. Right. Do better and be better. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. On to the tips. D, we're at the end already. These episodes go by so fast. I feel like we could talk for another two hours, but we want to really have a strong conversation and, and leave everyone listening with tips at the end. Yeah, so over, my friend, for tip one and two. All right, yep. So I will say
0: this in terms of the tip number one is um, language. A lot of language is canceled. And so language today in hiring and even promoting is up for review. Um, Not a culture fit or not front office material. Those are examples of all of the language that is exclusive is now up for review. Tip number two, Mita said it, interrogate the language and the labels. Don't just accept Um, new language and new labels. Interrogate it. And Mita, over to you for tip number three.
1: Tip number three. I hope this isn't the first place you've heard it, but if it is, here we go. Front office, back office, front office appearance. Canceled, canceled, canceled. There are Those are terms we no longer use. And that is all for today. Thank you so much for being part of our community. We appreciate you. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share it with someone who needs to hear it today. Please subscribe, review, and we will see you next time. Side effects
0: of listening to Brown Table Talk may include allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of assery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com.